listening today. I'm Carolyn Kozlowski, founder of the Specialty Cat e-commerce site, My3Cats.com. And I'm excited to have back on our podcast show, Dr. Lynn Baer, DVM and founder of Desi and Rue Toys. Hi, Dr. Lynn. I think it's great that we're taping this podcast right on National Cat Day. Isn't it just a wonderful day? Oh, I think there are millions across the country that are celebrating this day. We want to recognize all the efforts that are being invested every day by uh, cat rescue groups and foster groups and shelters across the country that are saving lives one cat at a time. So we want to welcome all of you to our podcast today, which is Understanding Senior Cats. We're going to debunk some of the myths about senior cats, and we're going to let you in on some secrets about senior cats that may really surprise you. Let's start out by telling you more about the host of the podcast. My3cats.com is an established e-commerce site specializing in offering the very best and unique cat products and cat lover gifts on the market. Our passion for cats started well over 20 years ago when we opened our retail store in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Today we're serving many more cat-loving customers across the U.S. and beyond. We believe you and your cats deserve the best and that's what you'll get at My3cats.com. Now, I'd like to say a few words about our special guest today, Dr. Lynn Baer, DVM. Dr. Lynn, as we like to call her, is a 1991 graduate from the University of Georgia College of Veterinary Medicine. She credits a special gray and white ball of kitten fluff that led her right down the path of a career in feline medicine and behavior. Helping to strengthen the human-animal bond is her life's mission and guiding force. And her areas of interest and special care for felines include health and wellness, environmental enrichment, hospice, euthanasia, and ending the practice of decline. Dr. Baer is currently the CEO of Desi and Roo, a company that designs, manufactures, and sells solution-based pet products that enhance the lives of cats and their owners. Personally and through her company, she volunteers time and support to animal-related charities and causes. She serves on the board of directors of the Pandemonium Aviaries and the Fear Free Advisory Board. Dr. Lynn is also parliamentarian of the Society of Veterinary Medical Ethics and is on the CAT Committee of the Pet Professional Guild. So with that, let's kick it off with our first question, which is a very common myth about cats. Dr. Lynn, I've frequently heard that because don't engage in as much activity they don't need as much sleep as their younger counterparts what's been your experience with the amount of time older cats nap well that question really um we need to talk about what we consider a senior cat um you know when i started out in veterinary medicine 30 years ago 10 years old was considered senior and now i consider that quite middle age So, um, you know, for the purposes of senior, let's consider this as 15 years or older. Okay. And, um, you know, I think their needs depend uh, truly on, um, it does depend on their activity level. However, oftentimes if it is an indoor only cat, um, they're bored a lot of the time. And so they may sleep more out of boredom. 
um, they may sleep more because of the inactivity in their home um, and not necessarily really due to their metabolic needs. That's a very good observation. I can tell you from experience, uh, we currently have two senior cats here and I don't observe them sleeping any more than they did uh, when, when they were younger. Uh, they love to nap and they nap everywhere Correct. <laughs> in the house. <laughs> but um, those, are, those are great observations. Thank you. You know, then there's the myth about senior cats that um, they should eat the same types of foods and same types of quantities as younger cats. Um, older cats, much like older people, are at higher risk to develop certain illnesses. So how does diet factor into a senior cat's health? Um, what kind of diet should senior cats have? Um, so it's difficult to also answer that question in a, in a general term because all senior cats are different. It's like saying, you know, all people who are 65 years old should eat a certain diet or all 80 year olds should eat a certain diet. Um, one thing we do know, however, is that as we age and just uh, our animals are very similar to us as we age, that we don't absorb our protein as well. And um, so I think higher protein diets are um, much better, but they're actually much better for cats of all ages. And um, so a high protein diet is really what we're aiming for, as low carbohydrate as possible, which is really difficult in this day and time. All of our foods are just very high carb um, laden. And um, so finding really what we're looking for. Canned foods tend to be um, a little bit higher in protein than dry foods, but a lot of the newer canned foods now with their gravies and soys and so on actually are a little bit higher in carbs than we would like. Um, but in general, we have to make sure that cats aren't losing their muscle mass or muscle wasting from this lack of protein. Yes, and a, another um, thing that I find very commonly is that uh, people really aren't feeding their cats often enough. Uh, cats really eat small, frequent meals throughout the day. They, um, you know, uh, they, they don't just have lunch and dinner or breakfast and dinner. Um, they actually need to eat between five and ten times a day, so they're little snackers. And... Um, <laughs> that is that is something that is important throughout their life it it seems like my cats are constantly in the kitchen of course <laughs> they are <laughs> i mean i could be going in there for something totally non-cat related let's put it that way and they they just they show up right a hundred percent of the time so right that's true i guess they they do like to snack throughout the day and if they have an opportunity to do that, they will. <laughs> yes, out in the wild, um, you know, they hunt for their food and a lot of the hunts aren't successful. So they're out there really hunting quite often. Um, but they, we, we know that they eat actually between five and 10 meals a day. Wow, that's a lot. It is a lot, but you know, they're not large meals. So, um, you know, if they catch a lizard or they catch a bug or they catch a small mouse, 
typically their meals are only about 40 calories uh, at a time. That would be like a couple of teaspoonfuls of something for us, right? <laughs> um, 40 calories for a cat, interestingly enough, if you take a look at most of you know, the, the canned foods, the small ounce cans, let's say a fancy feast can, is between 80 and 90 calories. So they can have a quarter to a half a can, um, you know, four and five times a day. I think that's uh, that's really interesting and something that I personally did not realize. So perhaps I need to be feeding my cats a little more. <laughs> uh, you might be. A typical yeah. house cat should have around 200 calories a day. So you can look at... Um, the cans and look at the kilocalories per can mm -hmm. and sort of um, try to aim for between 200 and 250 calories a day that your cat eats in small frequent meals. That's interesting. I just learned about uh, kilocalories, kcal, as they right as they express it on the can of cat foods. Um, my cat recently developed a thyroid um, yes. condition, so uh, I'm constantly looking at that on labels of, of cat food, although he does have a favorite cat food that I try to stick with, but uh, that it's interesting how just regulating diet can really do a lot for the health of a cat. Absolutely. And hyperthyroid cats, they just can't eat enough. You know, their, their metabolism is burning it all up and they're actually starving. Um, so hyperthyroid kitties need food all the time. Well, that's what he gets. Our Chester gets food all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky boy. Yes. Well, let's move on uh, to another question, Dr. Lynn. So uh, years ago, and even today, some cat owners still believe that nothing can be done to heal or treat a sick senior cat because of their advanced age. What's actually the truth about this? The truth is that we should treat every sick cat, uh, no matter what their age, but um, age is not a barrier anymore to treatment. Again, even in human medicine, I know people in their 80s and 90s who get new hips. Sure. So um, the same is true for cats. There's, there is no age that you should not be treating. Um, the, the form of treatment may depend. Um, you know, you mentioned hyperthyroidism, and um, hyperthyroidism is actually treatable with radioiodine. Um, it's manageable with medications, but when deciding whether to treat or manage, we do take age into consideration because of let's say the cost, the cost of treating hyperthyroidism can be anywhere between $1,000 and $2,000. And, um, you know, if you have a 20 year old cat, you can probably successfully manage it for a few years rather than attempt to treat it. But if your cat is diagnosed at 10 years of age with hyperthyroidism, you know, I would be more inclined to treat it. Oh, sure. Oh, because there's still a lot of years left to go and a lot of quality of life correct yeah so uh well that's really yes i mean with advanced technologies today uh not only for humans but for the animal world uh it is uh totally possible to extend the life of a cat by many 
months or years uh, cats that have illnesses. So I totally agree with what you're saying, Dr. Lynn. I think it was a good observation. Um, moving on. So what, uh, what about uh, senior cats' litter box habits? People uh, come to the conclusion that senior cats who stop using the litter box are because they're becoming senile. What could be the reality here? Well, there's several different reasons that they may be going outside of the box. Um, We certainly are recognizing the fact that animals do um, become senile. Um, That's not out of the question. But I would look for other reasons before I jump to senility. Um, One of them could be hypertension. Older cats are prone to hypertension, particularly if they have kidney disease. Um, We know how prevalent kidney disease is in older cats. And um, we know how prevalent diabetes is. And so cats that have diabetes or who have kidney disease will sometimes have uh, urinary tract infections as well. And so anytime a cat is doing something that is um, out of the norm, they should be checked immediately. Um, If everything has been checked and they're not hyperthyroid, they don't have kidney disease, they're not diabetic, they don't have a urinary tract infection, all of the medical issues have been ruled out, um, then certainly senility uh, can be considered, as well as um, looking at uh, things like arthritis. You know, we, as we age also, you know, our backs start to hurt. Sure. Necks start to hurt and so on. And, And, you know, we're asking cats to urinate and defecate in a small little box. Uh, We don't like them to spray outside, so oftentimes they're high-sided. They often have to step into it. And um, so I would look at the location of the litter box. Um, That's another thing. Many people hide their litter boxes down in the basement, and, you know, the cats have to go down a floor. I would look at location and I would look at the litter box to make sure that it's easily accessible. Okay. Um, I would look at the litter to make sure that, um, you know, some people, some people put three and four inches of litter in their litter box and it's like quicksand, (laughs) Um, you know, just, uh, fall right into it and as they get older they're not as strong they may again be dealing with this arthritis so there's always a reason Um, it's just a matter of becoming a a detective and finding that reason and correcting it you know it's a some really uh, some really good points you're making there and just to cite an example again of my own experience I uh, had a senior cat she lived till 22 so it's a pretty pretty wow life but I noticed that she was having a hard time uh, going down into our lower level to her litter box so uh, a couple of years uh, into her senior uh, age I took the litter box and moved it up to the top floor where she spent all her time and uh, that way she did not have to navigate steps to get to the litter box and I think in her case, it was so easy for her and accessible to her and uh, prevented accidents from happening. Right. 
Right. So, all right. Moving on um, to men can't adjust to change. So, for example, they can't travel or even move to a new home. Uh, what are your thoughts about this? Well, again, I'm not sure that I would just chalk it up to being a senior cat. However, um, it depends on the normal lifestyle of that cat's family. If it's if if they've um, you know if they're used to change because their family moves around a lot or you know they have a lot of kids, they're a chaotic household, things are always changing. Those cats will adapt pretty quickly. Um, if it's a cat that's lived in its home, you know, the same home for 20 years, mm-hmm. and now they're moving, um, I would absolutely take a lot of special effort to ensure that the move is successful. And I do believe that that cat will be stressed out and um, may even be confused if it is dealing with any senility or any medical issues. Um, so taking the proper steps to, you know, um, to lessen that stress. Sure. Very important. You know, I, um, have, uh, used, uh, some all natural type remedies, uh, for one or two of our cats over the years that, that were stressed out due to one thing or another, um, and I have had mixed results with those. I never really had total success. I'm wondering what your experience or opinion is on that. Um, I always think try. It can never hurt. If it is successful, great. And if not, then, um, you know, you need to look for something else. Mm-hmm. Um, several ways to kind of reduce that stress. Certainly, you know, you're bringing the same items to a new home, so the cat should be used to that. But starting out as if they were a kitten again in giving them one safe room, you know, preferably your bedroom if they're used to sleeping with you, um, having all of their resources in that room, and then slowly opening up the world to them. and paying particular attention to signs of, you know, are they stressed? Are they confused? Um, is this upsetting to them? That is, that is a great observation. Just sometimes what it takes is just a change in our own perspective and um, trying to sort of uh, look at it from the standpoint that uh, this is a brand new location and knowing what cats natures are like and you're right just uh, maybe at first just keeping them in one room with all their resources and gradually letting them back out almost like it's introducing a kitten to a new home so um, those are exactly yeah and you know one of the things that we didn't touch on but it would have you know it, it would be particularly important in a new home and that is, um, you know, senior cats do have diminished eyesight, um, just mm-hmm. like we do. <laughs> and so, um, you know, leaving lights on at night, making sure that they know where everything is during the day. Um, again, making that world small and slowly introducing it and making it, you know, bigger and bigger. Well, that's true, too. I mean, eyesight is... Um, yeah, I- you know, we, I think we've all experienced with our senior cats, the re, you know, reduction in eyesight and, you know, trying to accommodate them in that regard. 
so also, you know, another topic that comes up with senior cats, um, you know, they, many people believe that senior cats just don't want to play or they don't like to play. So what's your take on this, Dr. Lynn? I think all cats like to play. And oftentimes it's just that we don't know how to play appropriately with them or we haven't tapped into um, the type of play that they enjoy. We also have, have, I think many owners have gotten used to the fact that um, kittens play and kittens Mm -hmm. will play by themselves and kittens will play with just about anything you give them. Um, But as they mature, um, they really need interaction with their owners. And so owners that play with their cats and play with their cats regularly um, don't even notice the difference when their cats are seniors. Um, You know, the cats will still play. Um, Too many cats just as, as, as adults don't get enough play because owners are not interacting with them with wand toys, with, with, you know, interactive uh, games that they play with their cats and ways to keep their cats entertained. Um, Senior cats, certainly, again, if they're dealing with any medical condition or arthritis, you know, you may have to tone down that play a little bit. Um, It may be just, you know, building a fort for the cat or putting some boxes together. Um, We sell a hide and sneak, which is an absolute favorite amongst cats of all ages, but senior cats in particular like the enclosure, they like the warmth of it, every cat likes laying on paper, and so um, a hide and sneak is great. In fact, it's a really good product for when you do move to give to a cat because it's like giving them their own room. Sure. Um, they really like to hang out on it. it. It has a cardboard front and back, so they they rub their cheeks on it and scent it and, and claim it and says, this is mine. Um, but, uh, you know, it can be as simple for owners as, as just walking around the house and dropping treats and having their senior cat follow them and eating the treats as they do that. Um, you know, the, the newest way to sort of, um, engage with cats is with clicker training. Oh, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, no cat is, is too old to be clicker trained. Um, they love it. And so no senior cats and particularly we all want fun and, um, they do need to have more activity and they do need to play. It's uh, similar to, you know, you see in nursing homes or retirement communities. There's lots of activities. Well, you know, regarding that hide and sneak toy that you make, that is a fantastic toy. Uh, our senior cats, are, it, they're attracted to it like a magnet. Yes. <laughs> so what I do is I put it down and they, they both come over. They both want to use it. So uh, invariably, you know, one will enter one end, the other one will enter the other end because it's a long tunnel type of a structure. And they'll, they'll go in there for a little while and then they'll come back out. And then I'll put it away for a while and then I'll bring it back out, almost like it's a, a fresh experience for them. But um, yeah, that, that is a great toy. That is perfect. And you can even up the play a little bit by um, taking a stick and kind of running it along the side so they actually think there's a bug there. <laughs> That's a great idea. I'm going to try that. <laughs> Good. So uh, just 
one final question, if I may, Dr. Lynn. So, since this is National Cat Day, I think this is a very relevant question for today. Many shelters are overrun with cats, as we know. Cats of all ages who need loving homes. Um, people typically think about kittens or young cats when they're considering adoption. When should someone consider adopting a senior cat? Uh, are there any uh, criteria for this? Or are there any advantages to this? Well, there's several, several advantages, and all anybody has to do is ask an adopter who has adopted a senior cat how rewarding and wonderful it is, and um, that will certainly entice you to do the same. Um, so many of these cats are, um, you know, they have come from loving homes, they've been relinquished uh, for, you know, many reasons, maybe their owners have passed away, and um, these are, are wonderful, loving uh, cats, and um, they're they may come to homes with, you know, being shy, being traumatized and so on. And it is so rewarding to bring them out of their shell and to show, um, to, to receive that love and that gratefulness. It's wonderful. Um, you know, kittens, I, I probably would never get a kitten again kittens are hard they cut <laughs> their legs they yes, wake they up are. all night they um they're rambunctious and um i would i would take a senior cat over a kitten any day you know i couldn't agree with you more in fact that's been our personal practice here in our home is to adopt uh, at least adult cats that are a few years into their lives. And I have also found, like you, Dr. Lynn, they seem to be grateful. They seem to be wise about it, and they know that they're getting a, you know, a good home. And over time, they just become the best pets ever. I agree. And, and anybody who has adopted a senior will tell you the same thing. Yep. Um, your insight has helped me better understand my own senior cats. And of course, mine always have me wrapped around their little paws. <laughs> and that's not going to change anytime soon. So thanks to all of you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you'll tell your friends to listen to this podcast on Facebook, as well as their Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor apps. I know that, Lynn, you're going to probably post it on your Facebook page at Desi and Rue, and I'll have it on my page at my3cats.com. So for our listeners, we also have a special offer. Uh, visit my3cats.com and get 10% off your total order, anything you order from the website. Just use code TOYS10, that's T-O-Y-S number 10, all one word, at checkout now through the end of the year and you'll get the 10% off your order so we hope you'll take advantage of that um, we also hope that you'll check out the great line of Desi and Rue cat toys that we have featured on our website thanks again Dr. Lynn we appreciate your time and to all of you thank you and meow for now thank you for having me on the show it's been wonderful